I got to tell you something, Josh Elmer. I got to tell you something. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to fit everything we need to fit in during this three-hour show with what we need to talk about. I I don't know how we're going to get to it all. And there's no question we need to. What a night last night. Sooners won their third straight national championship. So here's my question to you. Good morning, Josh. How are you? Ah, good morning. Uh Uh-oh. Good morning, good morning. How are we feeling? Great. Kind of. Kind of great. Kind of incredible. Kind of amazing. Kind of. I keep thinking someone's going to say, dude, wake up. Wake up. It's it's week two. We're going to Palm Springs. What are you doing? Let's go. And I keep thinking, wow, this thing just, for me, it just flew by. But here, here's my question before we even get to the question. Did things stabilize last week after I just basically uh, kicked your hand away while you were reaching for the helicopter last week with the uh, connection? Are we going to be good or how... Was that a roller coaster ride? I just need to mentally prepare myself. It's like the uh, flying conversation, right? Do you want the pilot to say, hey, guys, bumpy road ahead so you can prepare yourself, or would you rather just be shocked to you know what when it happens, right? Sur- that, that's Surprise, everyone. Kind of the a little bit of turbulence. Uh, it, it stabilized. Oh. It, it stabilized. You fixed really? it. Really? Huh. How about that? I've really been um, wearing that over the last week, so it kind of makes me feel better. But I, uh, okay, well, that gives a lot of confidence going forward. That means we're set to go here from Riverwind Casino, right off Highway 9 and I-35. I think that's the best way to describe where you exit. And, of course, the Beats and Bites is back. They've got their their summer concert series that's uh, starting up. This is incredible out here. So we'll be out here until... What time is Steelman done on? Is, is he done early on Fridays, or does he go to two on Fridays? No, I think it's a regular day. I, I think, think he's he done to two. two. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we're, we're here at 9 to noon, Steelman noon to two. Get your weekend plans at riverwindcasino.com or swing by the box office uh, to get ticket information. All right, so here's my question. Do you want to just schedule, say, at 9, 9.35, just to go all in on the season, retrospect, kind of thoughts, uh, moments that stood out, memories that'll last, I guess, uh, mistakes, right? Not everybody's perfect. The who, what, when, where, and why of what we learned from the season. Do you want to schedule that, like, for later in the show? Or do you think we should start with that and then get to last night's game and everything around last night's game a little bit later? I think I guess it's not really even legacy conversation, Josh. It's more just year in review type stuff. Do you want to do that first, or do you want to hit the game from last night and everything around it first? I think whichever direction you want to go is good with me. Okay. I was hoping you'd bail me out. You know, I'm not a big decision maker. <laughs> let's start here around the game. Let's start here around the game from last night. So let's make this plan. Uh, coming up. And our, our best laid plans can be shot to you-know-what in a heartbeat here on this very radio program. In our next segment, we'll hear from uh, Patty Gasso, Lonnie Alameda. Had an interesting tweet about something that a Ref Army member heard and thought, that seems to be a shot. I think that was a shot, and I want to play it, Josh, and get your take, because I didn't. Maybe more information would help clear it up. 
but I, we'll get to, to last night's post game coming up at 9.20. And then reaction the rest of the hour. At 10 a.m., why don't we take a retrospective on the year? Give me a time. Or it gives me a chance to go back to the scorebook, make a few notes. Uh, I, I noticed, by the way, speaking of reaction, this might work better to recap the game last night because Quinn has already checked in at Dan Freaking Pants on Twitter and has made sure that he know he wants us to know, Josh, he's calling at 930, and he's got to get some stuff off his chest. So <laughs> we'll open it up at 405-329-9000. But don't you think it makes more sense to have that retrospect and, and that kind of appreciation for the broad picture to get some time, Josh, to lead up to it and just spend a good hour on that game last night and, and what it means for OU softball? Absolutely. I think that's a terrific plan. All right. I've talked a lot about it. I've had a lot of um, time with Coach and JT. and oh, I say time. I was standing by them after the game just to see their, their happiness and their you know excitement for the girls and for what they accomplished. But I, I want to dive into, Josh, just your thought. And did you get in that social media pitfall last year? Steer clear of it. Were you able to enjoy the game, or did you find yourself spending a majority of the game like defending the team or in your mind watching this idiotic stuff that was being said around the game about this program and its players? I really did you stay away from that last night, or did you see it? Well, I, I saw it, but I, I, I'm not engaging with that. It's just not worth you or I yeah, or okay. I think anybody's time. Haters going to hate, and that's three straight. <laughs> so no big deal. Oh, that would have been a great play-by-play final call. Where were you when I needed you? It's like Happy Gilmore and having the caddy standing right in front of poor the golfer trying to tee off. Where were you on that one? But I just – I don't know, man. I tend to run out of things to say, um, ways to describe what we witnessed. Nothing can tell the tale better than I I (laughs) still. They're national champs, Josh, and I don't know if that team ever played its best game. I, I would say there's been some of the most incredible pitching performances and some of the most incredible offensive performances. And maybe I'm holding it to a level to where they're like, oh, well, you're just expecting perfection. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you're going to constantly strive for that, at least in my mind. And that's just wild to me to see how great they were. I, it, the, I, that was one of those moments where you're like, oh, my gosh. Look what – and they stranded the bases loaded in the first inning of that game, by the way. And you're like, holy smokes. And and, and of an unfair level. And so everyone's like, well, you know, they were doing that earlier. Maybe they caught UCLA at the right time. But it's just wild to me to think about how good they are and realizing, man, I've seen them when they've been even better than this. And I think they can be even better. So I think that's the – I think it's one of the greatest compliments you can give to coaching to where they, they found a way – even when they weren't playing their best, to be the elite of the elite. I played really well last night, I thought, Josh, right? But there's still these they don't make, right? I mean, mistakes that they don't – Oklahoma Sooner softball does not have on 
a, a pop-up on the infield, a runner losing sight of the fact that it was a pop-up and not like some to center field, right? Uh, you, you don't have mistakes made that give base runners on, on errors or hit by pitches, and you had that a couple of times in these series. You don't you where your base is loaded and nobody out and you don't score a run. So all these things happened last night and throughout you know the, the championship series, and oh, you just winning. I think part of that, too, is credit to Florida State, uh, a lot of credit, maybe a majority of it, Josh, because that's a really good team. But it's just wild to me that I came away thinking, my gosh, this might be the greatest team I've ever seen. This might be the greatest team. I don't want to get too overly or melodramatic, but here we go. Is this teams, regardless of ever seen in college sports, period? And <laughs> how wild is that whenever – Whenever you're looking at a, a team last year that many were calling the best in the history of the sport, before you say calm down, I'm just talking an overall kind of view of what they were able to do. So I don't know about you, man. I'm just really, I'm really happy for Coach. I'm really, really in what I saw uh, from the way they handled the adversity and uh, the outside talk over the last week. I think it's one of the most impressive coaching jobs we've seen from coach, if not her best. And that's, I know some people are like, really with all that talent? Yeah, man, absolutely. It's credit to uh, her, her faith, her credit to that. Lock being willing to take that, that coaching and understanding that it comes from a place of love and, and comes from a place that cares about your future. I mean, that's about as, as tight of a group as I've been around since I started traveling with them in 2016. I mean, I think it's hard to say that anybody else would be would be better than this team now, given that mm-hmm. they set the consecutive wins mark, which, by the way, is ongoing. You lost once and went through the postseason unbeaten. The pitching was sensational. I mean, just the numbers of this team. They, they they led the nation in a number of key categories, batting average, doubles, ERA. It's like everywhere you look, this team was the best. And then uh, just the record itself backs it up. Anytime this team was pushed in the postseason, they responded. So for my money, I think I'm okay with saying this is the best college softball team of all time, and they, they backed that up. And the amazing thing about that is – just what you said, that we were having the same conversation last year and the, the conversation the year before that. Plank, this program has lost eight games combined the last three seasons. And, oh, by the way, the 2016 National Championship Oklahoma team lost eight. The 2017 National Championship Oklahoma team lost nine that season. Florida State the following year lost 12. This program has lost eight combined in three years. It is an absurd level of dominance right now. I don't even know where to – I don't even know where to compl- – I mean, I guess you could say, well, Plank, you said you still thought that there was more in them. I don't know if that's a complaint. I'm just like, they – and part of that is because they were striving to get there. Man, I, I'm telling you what, I, I'm warning you right now. There is going to be some dad-like reflections throughout this show today. Sound Might sound like damn – Deep thoughts 
was deep thought Stuart Smalley or uh, was Stuart Smalley the guy that would look in the mirror and said, I'm smart enough. I I get him confused, but we'll go deep with just kind of hopefully better explaining how incredible what we're all witness to truly is. It's made me rethink Josh Helmer. It's made me rethink how I've viewed other situations in which I was a bitterman and always wanted to see him lose, right? Because I see all this vitriol about, oh, whatever. You know, Lonnie Alameda talking about people texting her saying, take down the machine. And you're like, what? (laughs) That machine? I think a Bible study every single Sunday morning. I mean, it's what what do you even talk? Right? So I see it through that lens. And now I look back, I'm like, dang. So like you're trying to tell me that Tom Brady, whenever I hated him, had a soul, right? <laughs> because you hate who's great. All right. But I just – I said it at the uh, – in the seventh inning. I just wish everyone in the world could have been standing in that stadium in the seventh inning, Josh. It, it was just an atmosphere and a feeling unlike something that you'd ever really expect to feel – in, in, in women's sports, and it's awesome. And it's even growing beyond that. The numbers were really good for game, what was that, the Saturday games? I hadn't seen the numbers yet for, like, TV-wise, but I, and I bring that up because the growth in general of this sport is amazing, and I feel like it's on the uh, – it's been on the shoulders of the – love it or hate it. I, I filled in on a national show this morning, and all they wanted to talk about was – Sooner softball. How are they doing this? Like, now, granted, they, there was, you know, a, a lot of what you have to battle sometimes, right? Which is the, always the funny side of it, and always trying to make a joke about it. But I, I'll tell you what, I think it's, I think it's really amazing to see where this sport is right now, and the Oklahoma Sooner softball team being a major part of why it's growing. All right, quick, quick break. Let's get to last night's audio. All right, is there anything we're missing? From 3-1 last night, Josh, that we need to hit here real quick before our first break. Uh, like I said, made some mistakes just like the the night before, but still found a way to overcome. Well, and I think that's one of the I think that's one of the key storylines to this championship run is that Oklahoma was so good that they could make a mistake or two and uh, and still go win this thing. And oh by the way, Florida State didn't cash in on those opportunities. And as soon as they gave you, you know that that quote. Uh, I forget who said it from Florida State. Give us an inch, we'll take a mile. Well, it was Oklahoma that took the mile when Florida State gave uh, gave Oklahoma an, an inch of separation in this championship series. Thought um, Sid Sanders at bat. If you listen to the, the Sooner Radio Network on it, it was really cool to hear what DJ had said through the first six pitches that she saw on the game. DJ said, I want to see Sid Sanders attack a ball when she's ahead in the count. She goes, so many times she's 2-0 and she takes a good pitch. So many times she's, you know, 1-0 and takes a good pitch. Now, if it's ball, right, you don't go chasing. It was, I want to see her attack a ball when she's ahead in the count. And what happened when she did that? It tied the game. And the G3, man, I, I tried to lay out those numbers. I'll make more sense of them. But every time that there was a struggle in Grace Lyons' career, she responded with this incredible run, this incredible streak. And that continued in the two games 
of the championship series and even taking it back to the big hit against Stanford. So uh, lots to get to from this game last night, obviously, still. We'll hear from Coach Gasso. We'll hear from Lonnie Alameda next. Uh, and then we'll open it up for your calls, 405-329-9000. That's the Riverwind Casino jackpot line. The Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. This is the home of Sooner fans. All right, welcome back into the Plank Show. Plank and Josh on the road at Riverwind Casino on a Friday. You know what's weird is everything sounds great during the break, doesn't it? It's like, I hear you perfectly. Everything is good. And then just every so often, my little hot spot here gives me a little chirp. It's like, nah, you're having too much fun, buddy. You and Josh need to settle down. How'd you watch last night? Did, uh, did the girl get into it? Girl, listen to me. Did your girlfriend get into it? Was she watching as well? <laughs> no, yeah, she couldn't care at all. But or she no. also okay. she also wasn't okay. there. She, in her defense, she was uh, she was working. So, but uh, no, I just I just watched at home and uh, TV down, radio up. Nice, nice. Uh, here was Grace Lyons afterwards last night. Yeah, I think something that we talked about early on in the fall is the expectations from the outside um, of what people expect of us, um, what people, what fans, but even like opposition, what they expect of us and what they're trying to kind of make us think or see on social media. And the message off the bat was eyes are on our circle. Um, We're going to keep focusing on what we do every single day. Um, It doesn't matter what the outside has to say. Um, We're going to do the little things. We're going to keep uh, grinding, as these players are saying, it's it's a grind, and um, we work so hard to create a cohesive circle um, to where the outside uh, wasn't that big of an impact on us and our mindset. And I think from day one, we had to do that, and we had to continue that until now. Um, and even hearing, you know, some things now of people trying to get in our circle. Um, the focus is eyes on each other and eyes up um, to keep it as simple as possible. And I think that allowed us to have so much fun. Just. Uh, celebrating each other's wins, the little things, um, because uh, just this team is so unique but so awesome and so great to be a part of. It's the way they're talked about, because you know me, I'm going to – and I and you know what, actually, let me take that back. Usually I'm going to find myself – What's is it called doom scrolling when you're just scrolling and you're, rolling, you're not really paying attention? That would be me after most games. I just doom scroll. Oh, look at this guy. What's he saying? I didn't do that last night. Maybe that's why I feel. Maybe I need to stay off Twitter today. I know here comes the, oh, stay off social media, then talk about it, guy. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a topic. I want to avoid it. I mean, crackheads don't want crack. Well, I mean, I guess they do. But they still can't avoid it. I, I can't avoid Twitter, people. It's a horrible addiction that I wish we could get rid of. Yes. Sorry, I, I had to help a lady out here. All right, a little bit more from the Sooner Post game last night. I still just have a hard time with anyone thinking about this team as a villain. I'm sorry, dude. It's been the hardest thing for me to kind of wrap my arms around and understand it. As we've joked about that great line that that Josh uh, Jossie dropped, you know, we love Jesus and S. I don't get why people wouldn't like us. It's I don't know, dude. It, it's been the hardest thing for me to reconcile in all of this is the public perception based on who they are and what they are. It's just, it's been the hardest thing for me to reconcile whenever I see the way other people, not just, not just on Twitter, not just some 
you know, smack talker, but people in the sport, when they take the little digs, it's just, it's enraging. And I'm like, well, you have no idea who these people are and what they're about. So, yeah, it's, I think it makes it sweeter, Josh. But I also just wish I could reach out to whomever it was and, like, have individual conversations with all of you to say, you guys have no idea how incredible these people are. And the things that you're saying about them could not be more further from the past or how you view their actions or what you know what they're doing. I don't know, dude. I just have never seen such a more drastic deviation from the truth than how you see people react to this team that aren't a part of, of what just Grace Lyons talked about, that circle, based on who they really are. It, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. All right, you want to hear a little bit here from uh, one Patty Gasso, Josh? Anything else to add? I mean, I'm sorry. Like I said, there'll be some off-roads we'll be taking today as just memories pop up and we talk about things from this year and notes and moments from last night's game jump out and and obviously as we get to the phones after the bottom of the hour your calls but i I mean anything else on that as far as how it had gone down on social media and how this team had been viewed publicly and it continues to be viewed yeah it's being close to it and understanding not like yourself not not saying that but having a general idea watching this team, the, the type of people they are. It's frustrating from that standpoint. But, uh, look, they, they are the villain to everybody else because they're better than everybody else, and that's sports. Uh, the, the, the personal attacks I, I wish would, would change, but unfortunately to the uh, champion goes uh, some of the unnecessary as well. But mm-hmm. let's hear from the GOAT, shall we? Okay, so um, fans are fantastic, um, but it starts to feel like you're getting smothered a little bit because everybody wants something and everybody, and I heard them talking about it, it's for all of us, it's it's different, it's not something I, I just want to coach, you know, I want to just be a regular and then just all of a sudden your life isn't regular anymore, and so that's really where they talk a little bit about mental health and just it's so different being a student athlete now. I mean, it's completely different and the expectations of everything. And um, with NIL as well, I mean, they get opportunities to be entrepreneurs while they're student athletes. It's, it's unreal. And I'm still learning how to manage it the best I can for them. So... The fact that we got here and we won this is just mind-boggling with all of the wave of pressure and so forth. Um, I could not be more proud of this group. And this coaching staff that I have is just absolutely un- unbelievable. I'm sitting here talking about our team, but they're, it. they're the ones that are grinding um, every day and looking at numbers and looking at their iPads and just really creating phenomenal plans and they're great coaches and they're great knowledge and I'm just I'm got a great support staff I'm just blessed with wonderful people around me so it's it's really not as much me as you might think but um I'm lucky she failed to mention the play-by-play guy there Josh I mean that's 
hurts a little bit. I, I think but that must right. that must be in the next cut. That's got to be in the next cut. And there's Plank doing whatever it is that he does before broadcasts. <laughs> We're out training and grinding, and what are you doing? Oh, you're 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 going off the grid for a week. Great, but no, no, I, she's right. I I said this last night during the post game, Josh, and I'll say it again to you. Coach Gasso deserves the credit, man. She's amazing. And she deserves it because, and I'll turn it back to her here, she made that pretty. JT, if you're listening, this is a level of praise here. But in 2016, when OU went out looking for a hitting coach, in my mind, JT had been incredibly successful in where he was, but it's it's probably not easy to go to your bosses and say, I want to hire my son because I think he'd be the best for the job, and here's why. And, yeah, everyone talks about, you know, those conversations about family and nepotism. And she goes and does that, and all the dude does is create one of the most potent offenses in the history of the sport. Take your credit, JT. And has won championships now in five seasons? You lose Missy Lombardi who had been with Coach, I I mean, obviously not day one as a player, but not day, day one, but literally regime one, the first part of the Patty Gasso era as a player, and then as a a coach through the birth of the lefty legacy, uh, legacy, lefty dynasty. And when she leaves to take the Oregon job, I think Coach has talked about this. It was the first call she made, and she didn't think that there would be mutual interest and when it was, they went and got the best pitching coach I have ever seen call a game. Now, keep in mind, I can't go back to the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s. This is a span of about, what, Josh, a decade? You could call me a bandwagoner if you would like. But you get Jen Rocha, who is just absolutely um, a phenom. I mean, she is a pitching phenom in calling games in preparing pitchers so and not just that staff josh you know you've got to you've got to have an organized uh, an organized path you've got to have things be smooth you don't want to go to the airport and you've got okay half the team's on this flight half the team's on the other flight you don't want to go to the hotel and you're having to wait around for rooms or people are scurrying you need an organized well-oiled machine and jackie livingston is the the guru behind that with kylie lundberg and Jackie does an incredible job of making sure all those little things that we don't care about and don't matter to us and we never think about, Josh, those little things, you know, they add up. And it's just it's such a well-oiled machine that when she talks about her staff, it's not just coaching, and I, and I think she's referring to it too, it's how everything is just smooth. They don't have to second-guess anything. Okay, uh, you want to take the calls next, Josh? Let's do it. Absolutely. 405-329-9000, uh, Hey, got a cool promotion coming up from a new member of the Ref Army. Been talking about them on the softball broadcast all year. Affordable door, Friday and Saturday. Uh, purchase a garage door, get a Jordy Ball signed softball. You can call them at 405-635-9499 or go to Affordable Door. Dot net. The phone to the text line next. It's the home sooner fans. 
Riverwind Casino, guys. That's where we hang on Fridays, a championship Friday for the OU softball team. I have celebrated by not sleeping. That is one thing. So I'm sorry if I sound haggard. I'm not tired. I'm fired up, man. This has been one of the most incredible things I've been a part of, and I want to talk about it with you. Uh, We're going to hear more from Coach Gasso and the players coming up here in just a bit. Uh, Josh Moore perspective on the game from last night. I, I hit the text line and it was I, I'd completely forgotten about the Straco starting the game. <laughs> I mean, Josh, what was your reaction when you saw that? Probably a little bit of surprise. Yeah, I, I think Nicole. <laughs> little May, bit. Well, not not a ton because Straco really? has been great throughout all all the course of this year. Now I, I know the postseason there there was some struggles and this and that but generally speaking I think going into this postseason and throughout the year you felt good with anybody getting the ball between mm-hmm. uh, between yeah. that trio of of ball may and Starocco so yeah given how the postseason had played out sure there was surprise but not just this overwhelming shot okay, huh. okay cool I, I love it Love it. Uh, we'll hear what Patty Gasso said about that decision coming up in a bit but like I said to the phones uh, Quinn Line one, Riverwind Casino call in line, 405-329-9000. At Dan Freaking Pants, how are you? What's up, Plank? How are you this morning? I'm just living the dream, man. I'm living the dream. I, I know you are. I got a couple things, and then I'll just take it off the air. Um, first, what a legendary text thread to wake up to this morning. I don't know if I Something could ever like start my day better than that. Um. I'm actually considering changing my tribal membership from Seminole to Creek this morning, and it's because of Florida State Twitter. I mean, what a big bunch of losers. Uh, They spent all week bashing us about being arrogant, being cheaters, uh, how we need to change the location of the Women's College World Series to make it fair for everybody, to Danny Cannell calling us cocky and killing us on Twitter all year, uh, to him Googling Bible verses about pride to take shots at us, to Florida State Barstool uh, uh, tweeting out a picture of the score of the Cheez-It Bowl immediately after the game ended last night. I mean, what a bunch of losers. Do you know who's going to remember a Cheez-It Bowl victory over a 6-7 and seven Oklahoma football team? Nobody. That's who. And I sincerely hope Danny Cannell's coffee gives him diarrhea this morning. Secondly, Thanks, I know I know Patty's going to get a statue. I want to know when that's happening. I want to know where it's going, and I want to know where you think it should go. And lastly, I just want to say that it feels great to be a winner. I'm an Oklahoma softball fan, so I don't know anything different. Uh, congratulations to you on another great year. You're the GOAT at what you do. Congratulations to the homie Jackie. And in the words of Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., you want to know which ring is my favorite? The next one. Love you, Plank. Be great. See, Quinn. Quinn was fired up last night. We were all fired up. I don't know. The Googling Bible verses is really, really good. That's that's a really good line. Never want to question anyone's faith. But that does seem kind of odd whenever you're – you're trying to make a point and you're trying to take a shot at people who actually know the Bible front to back and understand its teachings and are 
using it. So I don't know. I, I talked to Danny yesterday. Josh, I was on a show with him and Dusty. And he was he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just old. I'm old school. I don't like to celebrate stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I didn't realize he was going to go scorched earth on everyone and start claiming that, I guess what, we're all going to hell in that kind of the, the proclamation that has been made by one Danny Cannell. Yeah, I just don't understand, right, I, I don't understand why he's such a loser about it, to, to be <laughs> frank. It, uh, obviously, there's some hurt feelings from him because he's the one that made a big stink about Donahue's catch and celebration and just got absolutely body bagged by Sooner Nation. So I, I just don't think that he's ever really – he doesn't like OU, and, and it is what it is. I mean, right. deal with it. Got gotcha you again. Which which way do you want to go next? Your call. Well, uh, let's uh, let's let's hit up Coach I, T first. I, I, he was in here first. I forgot who you told me was on hold. That's why <laughs> I was like, "Who do you want to go to?" I'm like, I didn't write down the callers. Coach T, what's going on, man? Hello, Chris Plank. I'm the happiest man in the world. I got my OU shoes on, my underwear, my shirt. I couldn't be any happier for a softball program in my life. And, uh, you know, Patty Patty outsmarted me last night because I wanted Sanders to sit on the bench. I'm glad she didn't now because she had a home run last night that got this started. And the bottom of our lineup yep. won that game. Bottom of the lineup won that game for us last night. They won it for us. And, uh, you yep. know, when we didn't score with bases loaded, and I said, that's going to hurt us somewhere, well, Praise the Lord, it didn't hurt us at all. And I'll tell you what, the girl from Michigan that pitched, she pitched a hell of a game. She pitched yeah. great. Yeah. And, Coach T, it's great to uh, have met you this year. Have a great weekend, buddy. Well, I got one more thing. Uh, oh, oh I'm more. sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Whoever, who, who, who hired Patty Gasso? Who was the AD? I, I think. Uh, you know what? Was it Steve Owens? Well, whoever did it, you're a genius, and they ought to give you some more money. But they need to open the checkbook up for that whole coaching staff at OU Softball. Because, by God, they deserve anything they deserve. They deserve it. And, and that was my last comment, the coach from Florida State, will you get some makeup on your face because you're not looking very good. Have a great day, oh, Coach T. That was an unnecessary shot walking out the door, Coach T. I uh, what what's the term? Whenever you like, basically, it's it's just an apology, right? I'm very sorry. We uh, di- disavow. Is that what I'm looking for here? I don't think that's it. That seems too heavy, right? We're removing ourselves from Coach T's comments there to wrap it up. Is what I'm basically. <laughs> that's saying. right. Yeah, we're washing our hands of this. Thank you. If we could have dumped it, we would dump it. But as we have learned, our dump button doesn't even work. All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up on the phones here for this segment with a little true sooner. True, what's going on, man? Welcome to the program. Hey, man, how's it going, Clay? I want to hear your call. I was in the stadium. I didn't get to hear your final call, so I hope you guys do that later. But I was going to say. Yeah, I, I'm sure they'll put uh, something out. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I was going to say that so the closest thing I can think of, I was at the 2000 uh, National Championship game in Miami. And it, it reminded me of that. But, yeah, but the best thing, the better thing about it is you feel so close to these players because it's all on an intimate. You know, you, you, you see their faces. You hear them talking. You see them on, on social media. You know, you, you see them at the stadium. And, and it kind of feels like they're 
they're part of your family, kind of. And I, I you know, and, and the impact they have on kids and the all around, you know, it's just different than it is football. And you know, like the, the Billy Tubbs team, kind of all over the place there, but the '88 Billy Tubbs team, they were happy about the black the black hat mentality. And this team is not a black hat mentality. This team is just different. And I was going to ask you, last night you made a comment after the game was over about there being a party tomorrow night. My granddaughter was asking yes. me about that. Did I, hear you, did I hear you say that they were not definitely going to do autographs? Because she yes. asked me about it last night. Yeah, no autographs tomorrow night. No autographs tomorrow night. It's just going to be a celebration. A and I have no idea, dude. I, <laughs> I, I, I wish I knew, but that's just at least the last thing that was passed along to me. Maybe somebody will text you and verify that or something because uh, she's coming from a long ways away. So I, we were just curious if, if that was going to happen. So maybe somebody will text you and say, yeah, we're going to. Okay, we're going to I'll let you know. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Sounds good. Thank I doubt you, they man. will. All right, see you, buddy. Right, I, I mean, I, hold on, let, me, let, me clear, let me clean that up real quick. I'm not saying that I doubt it would be a text that says, oh, yeah, you're wrong, Plank. I'm just saying in, in every situation, as we have all learned here on the Plank Show, I am the last to know and i am absolutely fine with that (laughs) thank just as long as you let me know and i get about a two-hour heads up i'm capable of about anything in life but but that's all the buffer i need i I don't need to have the scoop or anything of that nature but i just i was hesitant to say anything because wasn't it last year when i popped off on the show and like hey celebration is on x day and it's going to start at this time and the legitimately like two minutes after we said it the text came in it's like yeah dude there's no celebration i don't that's not happening it had gotten but it had gotten right moved around to the ball i am i'm very you know nerve i'm kind of gun shy about anything so my point being is last night on the broadcast whenever it was it had been mentioned to me that this could be saturday night and leave that open if things went well i said it without like triple stamping the double stamp and i and i think they sent out a text and a tweet at the same time too but yeah we'll see you all saturday night quick break um we'll get to the knippelmeyer chevrolet text line next we're at riverwind casino uh, all kinds of great events coming up i mean the the beats and bites is back the outdoor theater is incredible go to riverwind.com or come by and check them out in person beats and bites all over the place coming up over the next few months. All right, quick break. We're back. The Plank Show next right here on the Home Sooner Fans. Hey, Josh, I, I <laughs> don't let me forget that story. All right, I want to tell a version of it before we wrap up. Right, I wrote it down right here. Okay. I want it to be the last story of the day at 11.45, 11.50, whenever that last segment will be. And to me, it tells the story of why, <laughs> why Oklahoma isn't going anywhere. Sure. The affair, don't let me forget. No, I, I won't. Because, I, you want, on the way right. out the door, final. On the way out the door, final sex. See you on vacation. Goodbye. See you on vacation. See you in a week. I'm going to quit. <laughs> uh, so don't let me forget because I want to talk about that. And I think, it's, I think it's really cool when you think about just some side things you see around a game. If it's a, pl- a parent interaction, if it's a. You know, a player to player away from the camera interaction, how it resonates with you. And something really small I saw an hour before first pitch made me realize, yeah, this thing is not going anywhere. Sean, Sean, let's go. Welcome to the Plank Show. What's going on, Sean? 
Well, good morning, Chris. And uh, I got a few sentiments here. One, uh, I great call by Coach Gasso. Staraka had done her job, mm-hmm. took a two-one lead, and as I texted a friend of mine, because Ball has been so dominant in the World Series, I, I said, "Bring in Ball and finish them." Mm-hmm. I cannot sit through a Friday game, and and she did. <laughs> And what a great, great group of individuals and a team. Uh, could not be happier for them and happier for myself. Um, but I tell you, first of all, uh, Donnie Duncan was the athletic director. Donnie I, Duncan, I, thank you. Yeah. I, I'm not positive if they still had at that time a separate athletic director for women's athletics. I don't know that they did at that point. Um but, you know, Lonnie Alameda has a great program. She's an Oklahoma Sooner uh, yeah. by, by uh, alumnus. So uh, tip mm-hmm. of the cap to her. Tip of the cap to all of them. Um, yeah, they're great. And, yeah, and the bitterness is what it is. I will be uh, bathing in Seminole tears for uh, 12 months <laughs> until we do it again. Uh, real quick, good history note here for those following and getting into it. got to be quick. Got to be quick. Ha- Patty did uh, not succeed Marita Hines. Uh, and the very first OU softball coach was a lady named Amy Dahl, who not only coached softball, but volleyball and women's basketball. So that shows you how far it's come. And she was the director of women's athletics. So come a long way. But tip yep. of the cap to you and the staff and the Sooners. Thanks, guys. All right. See you, Sean. It's Plank Show right here on The Ref.